Hey everyone, I'm L. Jones, host of An Average Fan Podcast and the In-N-Out Hoops Podcast. You can find these shows currently streaming right now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Number one rule, continue, and always remember to rate, like, and subscribe to get notifications on when new episodes are out. Now, everybody, the moment you've been waiting on. The show. This is An Average Fan Podcast with your host, L. Jones. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is your host, L. Jones, here, Average Fan Podcast. Basketball season is upon us. The association is here. We're doing different things this season going forward. Hey, man, your boy, the podcast. We got a new host on the show with me. So I won't be the only voice that you hear come NBA season. I'm proud to introduce the newest member of the team. Got to put his jersey up in the Raptors already your boy jockey what's good man and i appreciate you L. appreciate you appreciate you yeah you know i'm happy to be here happy to talk basketball you know what i'm saying it should be fun exciting season exciting off season preseason already crazy stuff happened jordan pool just dropped 40 you know like all types of things going on people don't want to play for their teams no more you know harder and everything so it should be it should be a good year it should be a good year excited to be on the podcast man awesome y'all we did a podcast around the All-Star break of uh, last NBA season. Highest stream podcast that I, that we have had streaming while we've been streaming. So excited about that. Just love everything that's going to transpire. And you hit it on the head, man. Oh, my gosh. So much that went on in the NBA all season. So how are we going to do it? We going to kick it off with a little things we going to cover today. All right. We're going to catch up on some off-season moves, right? Because a lot of people might have lost sight of what had happened or what transpired in the offseason. How do these offseason acquisitions look on paper versus how we think they're going to play out this season? Obviously, we got our thoughts on the NBA in-season tourney. New thing in the NBA, Adam Silver still trying to really make the league fun again. A lot of people don't yeah. like Adam Silver, though. That That's that's crazy yeah. within itself, man. We're going to do the... Right? <laughs> I'm indifferent. Like, I don't even know why you wouldn't like him. <laughs> why would you not like him? So many people complain about him. Like, they say the man's made the league unfun. He looks like a guy who's never been athletic in his life. In his life. Ooh, that's and it's, true. And, it, you know, a lot of, we still have the older generation, right, that, that grew up watching Magic and Bird. And we ain't even talking about, like, Jordan versus, like, like Carl Malone, like that era mm-hmm. of basketball, because I consider that different than the 80s. Yeah, that's facts, facts, facts. And the 80s were a little bit more physical. Jordan came in on the tail end of that, and people just automatically just hollered that Jordan's day was just so much more physical, but it really wasn't. We ain't going to get into all that. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but nah, it's just people do not like Adam Silver at all. Like, And I think, he, they, I think they don't like him just because of the fact that he gives the players a lot of freedom that we don't see across other leagues, MLB, NFL. He just yeah, lets the players kind of dictate how the game is going to go. And people I hate mean, it. Yeah. I mean, I think the big, I guess the biggest thing is like the trade, like the, like requesting trades and stuff. That's like the biggest thing I can think of. I mean, people having freedom to me doesn't sound too bad because they're human beings and we live in America. 
So it's just like, I'm not going to get mad at, you know, athletes having the freedom to make their own choices, but it is a little irritating, you know, when like, if you have like a, a favorite team and like just James Harden, for example, like he went from, well, OKC wasn't his fault, but then he went from Houston and he forced his way out of Houston to Brooklyn. And then he forced away from Brooklyn to 76ers. And when he got there, he was like, yeah, I didn't even want to go to Brooklyn. I always wanted to go to the 76ers. So it was like, why'd you even come there? And then now he's trying to go from the Sixers, the Sixers to the or the Clippers or maybe the Heat or the Lakers. Who knows? So it's just like, I can see that. That's, that's definitely, you know, and even KD, you know, forcing his way. So I feel that that's like the only thing where it's like, but besides that, it's like, I mean, they're the players. They they the ones that practice all day and make all the shots. I mean, they should be able to have some say. You know, what and, they want to do. And I think, I think, fans sometimes they they take the kind of they take like the money aspect right, and they say mm-hmm. the NBA players get paid millions of dollars, right? They don't have a right to leave that team, but that's the same thing as like us on normal jobs, right? Like yeah, no, that's like crazy. me getting mad at you, bro. How you gonna quit your job like that? And you like. Man, I got to look out for me and mine. Like, why are you so upset about it? So, you know, I take that perspective, like, that viewpoint. Like, I mean, the players basically, I mean, they generate the money. Like, you, But as a yeah. fan, you, you're you right. Like, dang, man, like, I ain't trying to really swap my jersey out like that. Like, you know, exactly. I, <laughs> it's a, it got so bad that American Express, like, you, they advertise with their credit card. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. you get tired of your your favorite player leaving, you know, We'll go ahead and swap the jersey out. So, <laughs> thanks, thanks. They sure did. I remember that, that commercial was funny because I'm a Kyrie fan, so I could I could understand like <laughs> exactly like that premise because it's just like you know he went from the Cavs to the Celtics to the to the Nets. Now he's a Maverick, so it's like man, I just, I can't afford to keep up. <laughs> I can't afford to keep up with like being a fan and getting these jerseys and stuff. So I understand, but at the end of the day, you know they people, man. Like people want to do different things and. You know, I just think that at least play out your contract. I mean, I, I get that. I think play out your contract or most of your contract or something. Right. Or win a championship, win a, you know, give them a winning season, take them to the playoffs, something like that. Don't just, you know, up and leave. But, you know, people are people, so they're going to they gonna do what they want. They're going to do what they want. It's unfortunate, man. It, it really is. Like, it's unfortunate. But we had so much go on during the offseason. So just a couple things that we might have forgot, right? Mm. Boston traded Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I in this really... trade, though, right? In oh. this trade, they got Chris that Porzingis back. Jesus, man. It's just so, like, and it's just, for me, it's just Boston – that trade that they made, like, Marcus Smart, he's a great player. I mean, he's a really good player, and I think he's going to be good for the Grizzlies. But the fact that they got Porzingis and Drew Holiday, oh, my. And with Tatum, Al Horford, and Jalen Brown, I truly don't understand. This is – it might – this might be the greatest starting four, starting five that I have ever seen with my two. I'm not saying that it is the, definitively the best. But when I look at a team constructed, as far as, like, just the first five, the bench is a little, you know, they're not as deep. But the starting five, Mm -hmm. that is insane. Because now you got Drew Holiday guarding the best defense, like, the best player. And then you got two, six, eight, 
two-way win. It's crazy. Taking this, like the second and third assignments, and then you got a seven-foot, a seven-footer that can hit half-court shots, rebound, and block shots, and then you got Al Horford. So it's just like they're dangerous. <laughs> like, yeah, man, especially, that's my, that's my especially in the East, they are so dangerous. I think the uh, like so mm. before they actually added Drew Holiday, I'm gonna be honest, I was on the fence yeah. because I'm like, you give up your heart and soul and Marcus Smart, your best defender, right? He is defense, he was a defensive player of the year, which we're gonna talk about that a little later on. You have him, and then on top of that, you get rid of him and you add Chris Stapp. Now, you're right. Chris Stapp is blocked. He's done a lot of things, but I just think over his career, and I'm like, man, he's supposed to be where Luka is. Luka has surpassed him in less time. Yeah, so, exactly. so I, you know, I'm looking at him like, oh, all right, come on now, Chris Stapp. What you going to do for me? And then they pulled off this Drew Holiday move, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's all they've ever needed was a level-headed point guard. Like, he's not going to be – what I would call in the sense of basketball terms, like erratic with how he plays, right? Marcus yeah. was the heart and soul, but I think Marcus, he did not fit with Tatum and Brown. Yeah. And he tried to be that leader, and I don't think, not to his fault, but I just don't think it just meshed with that team. But you bring in Drew Holiday, like he's got hardware. He's played with Giannis. Tatum and Brown are immediately going to look up to him. Like you said, you got – they have crazy lineups they can throw at you, right? Yeah, man. If they want to go small ball, they can start Chris Dapp at the five. Tatum and Brown can be at the four and the three with Derek White and Drew Holiday in your backcourt. It, they have a lot of options. And in this Eastern Conference, they're going to need it because <laughs> as they use that term, arms race, it ain't just stopped with Boston. Man, yeah, tell, no. tell them what happened with Milwaukee. What did Milwaukee go out and do? <laughs> They want him and got Dave Lillard. Golly. That's, that's going to be crazy, too. That's going to be that's gonna be great. I think they lost a lot with Drew Holiday because I don't, I don't know if people remember, like, before when it was just Giannis and Chris Middleton and stuff, and they, they were good. Giannis was still really good, but, like, they were losing. They were getting bounced in the first round. And, like, when Drew came in, like, not only was he, he was getting buckets, but what really helped is that he can guard the primary ball handler. So that like like that really helped their team, and Drew kind of changed the dynamic of their team big time. Dame is gonna help scoring wise, but as far as defense, like who's gonna pick up ball now? Uh, who's gonna guard Jimmy Butler, or you know a Kyrie, or uh, a LeBron? Right. You know what I'm saying, like, or or anything. You know what I'm saying. So that's that's the one thing. But if they can score, if they can outscore everybody, that's gonna be a crazy duo. Like him, that's gonna be fun to watch. I, I like Boston a little bit more than that. Actually, a lot more. But I think that – I think that's a, good, that's a good team. That's a good team. I got to see what they depth look like. Like, I don't know. Middleton, so, not only yeah. – they, they kept Middleton, right? So, not only yeah. did they acquire Dame as well, but they got Brooke Lopez's brother, Robin. So, you get bigger in oh, the yeah, front that's court. That's right. But that's you're true. right. I just worry about – Middleton's an okay defender. Mm -hmm. But – how much energy does he use playing defense and lose some of his offensive game? Like, the Dame and Giannis pick and roll is going to be crazy. Like, and I watched some preseason ball. I saw him play the Lakers. And it's just like they ran the pick and roll, 
in everybody's eyes. I'm talking about all five players' eyes were uh-huh. locked on Giannis and Dame, and it just created yeah. so many open shots for the other team. Yeah. Well, I mean, facts, for their facts, team. Facts. So, but, and then, so I'm thinking, right, I'm like, okay, if I'm a head coach, how do I stop this pick and roll? Because it, it just really got me thinking, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, well, just force the action, push him out, don't let – Giannis go ahead and set and roll so you know keep everything deep but I'm like dang you playing the Dame's hand because Dame can launch it from 30 feet so it's a little difficult now you got three open so Brooke Lopez at the top of the key guess what he could do he can knock down the three um you got a Malik Beasley you pick him up in all season he's known to knock down and shoot three I expect him to shoot a lot better this year uh than he did with the Lakers because it's it's amazing the Lakers get three-point shooters and then they do not know how to shoot once they get there, it is crazy. And they leave and go crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Now he should. Yeah, he Malik was a little disappointed for the. Well, he was disappointed for like he became unplayable for the playoffs. But I think that you know he's going. I don't know if he's going to play better, but he's going to get just as many, if not more, open shots. You know, playing with the so hopefully he capitalized on that opportunity. But like, yeah, it's it's really it's all on Giannis. But like the supporting cast, they matter, but they really don't matter. <laughs> it's, all on it's all it's all on Giannis and Dame. Like if they can, if they can be that, like they they can average like thirty. I mean, I don't know. They they might both have to average thirty. You know, twenty. I think they are. I they, think they I, are. I, I think it's very possible. Yeah, because they're scoring two different planes. So it was like, okay, I control the paint. You, you can have the all the room you want on the perimeter, and we should go crazy. We should get busy. Ooh, so. it's it's gonna be a good playoffs. Man, so, yeah, hopefully everybody's healthy. For the gamers out there, that 2K update is unreal. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) It's unreal. So it's like all-season moves. So quietly, the Lakers have gotten better, right, as we talk about these big names, big brands in Mm -hmm. the NBA. The Lakers have quietly gotten better. Rob Palenka has these moves, right, that dude just shakes some stuff up out of nowhere. It's like everybody – in the offseason, they're like, okay, the Lakers are going to get this big name, this big name. But then they end up don't, – they don't get those big names, but they get other people, right? So Gabe Vincent, yeah. fresh off of, like, his best his best year, right? Career year for him. They signed him. Torian Prince, knocked down three-point shooter, three-and-D guy. They signed him. Cam Reddish, a lot of hype around Cam Reddish. Hopefully, yeah. He's he, he's a very good prospect. Like he hasn't because he, he played in Atlanta. Yeah. Like all his peers respect him. So hopefully, this is his. You know, if he can use this opportunity to get it right. But he's he's a great prospect to have and develop. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's definitely a good. Even he plays like a Kyle Kuzma type role. Right. Come in and he rebounds, good defense. You know, make the right pass, hit a, hit a few shots. You know, something like that. But yeah, I definitely like that pickup. Yeah. Now the Lakers, they're my favorite in the West. Oh, y'all hear that, right? Y'all hear that, right? They're the favorite in the West. Man, that's that's bold. It's not too bold, but that's bold, though. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, like, I like that team. I like that team. They, they really like it. And then they re-sign their, what, we, what they would call their core, their key pieces, right? You bring back D'Angelo, you bring back Rui, and then mm. you bring back Austin Reeves. Yeah, Austin Reeves. People hate on Austin Reeves, but man, he lightweight cooks Steph Curry, and it's crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, I kept all my all, all my LeBron. Like I'm, I love LeBron too, but I got friends that really love LeBron and Lakers. And I kept saying Austin Reeves is y'all best player. 
Like he, he better than LeBron. He better than AD. Because the way he was coming out and hooping in the play, like twenty points a game every time. It don't matter who guarded me. It don't matter how much pressure I'm coming out. I'm giving you buckets and efficiently again to the free throw line and hitting threes, shooting middies. I'm crossing you up. Like I love his game. He's gonna average at least at least nineteen. At, at least. least 19 at least. I, I really I really dig his game, man. He's really just coming to his own. And like I said, the Lakers, whew, they, they got a lot better. They got a yeah, lot they better. Did. They did. They did. Um, like, it's crazy. Even last year, like, when they had Russ, they weren't too crazy. Well, actually, they were terrible. But then they made, like, that trade, and then they, like, they're really, like, the number one team in the West from, like, the time they made the trade to the end of the season as far as, like, record from that point. So, like, now with a full year, like I said, I think they, I think they, I think they could be the one seed for sure. Like, if everybody's healthy, like that's going to be a hard team to beat. Man. Very. One seed, that's tough. That's tough. And, no, it's going to be tough. Yeah. And it's a lot. Like I said, it's a lot going on in the league, obviously. We told you it was a lot going on. That's just some of the, some of the big-name landscape moves, like, that – people really paid attention to and but man Kyrie he he was a free agent Dallas yeah. was able to keep him with Luka they were that's unfortunately that's my favorite team right now <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know how they gonna do like I love Kyrie I really like Luka this is the defense man I don't know what they I don't know what their defense is gonna be like like they they can't guard a lick like they can't they can't guard for nothing so I'm scared. Uh, I'm scared it's going to be a, a painful year for me, but, you know, I, well, I'm hoping. I'm going to give you some comfort. Okay, so they get Grant Williams from Boston. Mm -hmm. So that helps really with like your defense and the three-point like, shooting, which mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to say about Dallas, right? Okay, number one, just a mission of guilt for the fans. I do not like Luka. I don't blame you. I I don't like. I try not. To, I try to like him, but um, for some reason, it's just like it doesn't. It doesn't vibe with me, and I don't blame. I don't blame. But he puts up the numbers, and mm -hmm. one thing I noticed about him, he has that LeBron-like effect. What LeBron used to have, like earlier in his career, when when he he doesn't, he's not explosive, right? But when he drives to the basket, everybody crashes on him, and he has nothing but three-point shooters wide open. Exactly. If they ever learned how to play like a lick of defense, which I don't, exactly. for the love of me, I don't understand, right? Because Jason Kidd is a defensive coach. Exactly. How they don't play defense, I do not get. <laughs> I understand Kyrie, like, but. He tries. He Kyrie tries, does. Tries. Like, it has to be a matchup, right? Like, when he plays Steph in the finals, like, he was he was in Steph. Like, dude was engaged. Yeah. I mean, I remember Brooklyn when, like, I think when Harden got traded and Ben Simmons, like, they went back to – and, like, the Nets, like, Kyrie was locking James Harden. And I was like, yo, like, I like they, he got it in him. Like, I mean, it's just like you got to play with that passion and that fire. So, hopefully, the the, the Mavericks can play with that. But it's just like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. But I'm, I'm hoping Derek Lively, he, he's our rookie. Like, I think he can, he's going to start. He can be big for us. We got Derek Jones Jr., who I really like. Um but yeah, I mean, we just gotta play some defense. Like we just gotta try. And Luca's six eight, so yes. like he shouldn't be the worst defender on the floor. Like you're six foot eight, just try. Put your hands up, run, 
but he's like he played lazy. But I think now that he got a superstar with him, he feel like he got a chance. I think that he'll we might see a new fire from him, like less points, more passing, more defense. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, and I and I and I can agree. I saw a clip though of some of his offseason training, and I'm just like, man, he working. He's trying. He's trying. He, he he'll get there. He'll get there. He he's just gotta. I just wonder will he morph into what Jokic has, right? Because Jokic doesn't Jokic does not look like an NBA player, right? As I, I said this many times before, he is the basketball equivalent to what Tyson Fury is to boxing. He does not look like he should be that type of guy, but for yeah. some reason he just performs at the highest level, and it's like, damn. So That's I right. think Luca has the chance to tap into that. Mm-hmm. But it was just in the Western Conference Finals, so it's not like they don't got it in them. They, it, you got right. Everything has to line up, but man, they're yeah. top heavy, top heavy West. This is a top okay. heavy. This is a, the West is deep. It's very deep. deep. Like this is deep. You got the Suns. I mean, the the Kings are still. You know, they got way better. The Warriors are. We didn't talk about the Warriors. The Warriors still got Steph Curry, who we thought we thought the Warriors was done two years ago, and then they ended up <laughs> killing the Celtics. So it's just like, I, it's, like it's a lot. It's when they are motivated, they're so dangerous. Yes, yeah, but I, I do not believe in Chris Paul, and I think that'll be their Achilles heel this year because <laughs> basketball yeah. sense, right? I'm a, I'm a coin a phrase from Pat Bev, right? The man is a cone, and you're putting him in the backcourt with another cone. <laughs> I yeah, love Steph, but Steph is not the yeah. greatest defender. Yeah, he's a cone. He's definitely. In the Western Conference, you have tough guards. Like, so we know that Chris Paul gets steals, but it ain't like Chris Paul is playing lockdown defense. Yeah, he's not. He's just like help side, yeah, weak side, savvy. strip the ball. Yeah, he's a savvy defender, but he's not like yeah. How is Steve Kerr gonna be able to play these guys in pivotal moments in the game when they're so challenged on defense? Like that's just my biggest takeaway from the Warriors. Like offensively, they're just gonna have to outscore everybody because on defense, it's gonna be rough, man. It's gonna be rough selling in that Western Conference. They're gonna have to make like a. I feel like they might try to package. I don't know who would take them, but like. And they might try to package like Chris Paul and Clay to a team for like, because they're going to have to make trade because they, even like, like you said, they're going to have to outscore people. But Clay, ever since that injury, he's coming back. Like, he's cool, but he's not the efficient score. He takes all the shots still, but he don't make them like he used to. Nah. He don't play defense like he used to. You know, it, so I feel like building around Steph, Wiggins, and Draymond might be their best bet. So, based on what we've talked about, y'all. And these all-season acquisitions, just we just highlighted some of them, right? How do we think this will translate is what we're talking about in the season, right? We know how it looks and sounds on paper, but what we're talking about, mm-hmm. what we're discussing is that just that how we think it could play out. And it's just so many ways. Like, So as y'all heard us kind of go back and forth about, it's just so many different things, so many different ways, shall I say, that this season can go. It's a lot of it's a lot of exciting things, man. Like, and we ain't even talked about the Nuggets. I forgot. <laughs> we ain't even talked about the Nuggets. You would think that that'd be yeah, no, yeah. But I don't think no one thinks they're gonna repeat. I think they could still be really good, but you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. 
Actually, I'd be shocked that they repeated, especially because they lost Bruce Brown, who was really big for them. Uh, he was. He was. Really he was, was and, man, I just they really feel time. like they weren't supposed to beat the Lakers. I know. I, I'm they, beating a dead horse. LeBron wasn't serious. Not more. Like, I watched that man. He only played serious game four. Besides that, he, he it was it was irritating. And, like, and I know I watched him closely because I was on FanDuel. <laughs> I was, I was, I was hey, like, intent. Like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> I was so mad at him, man. I oh mean, just, God. I just, I feel like the age is catching up with him. And mm-hmm. even though, and LeBron is that guy, he can just, he can just clock in and he's going to do his numbers and he ain't got to try it, right? He's, he's yeah. that program. And, but he's no longer the guy that can put that team on his back. Go out there, give you the triple double, give mm-hmm. you all these wild plays like he's not him anymore. And so, like you like like you were talking about with Austin Reeves just out playing Bron. Like mm-hmm. they need other guys like that to step up if they're gonna win that championship this year, right? Yeah. The only way I think they become that number one seed, Anthony Davis has to move back to the four. He has no heart to play the five. Yeah, he don't, and I don't know why. I don't know why they keep trying to force him to play the five. Like bro, when they won that championship, five. he was the four. Yeah, he was the four. Like, bro, stop trying to force me. <laughs> I've been playing for a year. Like he's been even when like he was in um, New Orleans, and they got Boogie Cousins. That was a really good team. Right. Like, he was the four. So he was, was like, the four. So they're like, gonna have the Lakers are gonna have to make a choice, right? They're gonna have to let Christian Wood be their version of Javale McGee. Or they're going to have to start Jackson Hayes at the five. But starting AD at the four to me, even though, I mean, at the five, even though you have Torian Prince who can probably play the three, you can have Bron play the four. You're just wearing Bron down in the regular season. Like, you're killing him. Even though he's got the IQ and he knows how to preserve his body from what the analysts say, at the end mm-hmm. of the year, he still be tired. Like, so if they want to really preserve him, and I've heard so many coaches, like, I heard Darvin Ham said it last year. You know, Frank Vogel, the first question new coaches get is, how do you manage LeBron's minutes? Oh, we're going to rest him. We're going to do that. They do that for about the first five games and realize they cannot take this man off the court. <laughs> that's that's very true. That's very true. So uh, hopefully this year is different, though. I mean, bring him off the bench. He's wearing number 23, <laughs> so I expect big things for LeBron this year, actually. I, I I'm like you. I won't say that they'll be the number one seed, but I'm kind of like things are going to shake out for the Lakers to really do something big this year. Health, health involved. It's hopefully. hopefully. So, so here we go. Speaking of next steps, let's take a next step in the show. We're going to make these early season picks y'all. So, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the top eight teams that we think, in each conference, no particular order, we, but the top eight teams, these eight teams who we think are going to make the playoffs, shall we say. And then we ain't going to stop there. We're going to keep going. MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Scoring Champ, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year. We're going to talk about all that. So let's go ahead. Jackie, who you got? Let's start with your Eastern Conference top eight teams. All right, so they said no, no order, but personally, I got Milwaukee, okay, Atlanta, 
Philly, Miami, Cleveland, the Knicks, Toronto, and Washington. Wow. Washington? So I really you buying the Jordan like, Poole. Jordan Poole. Okay. I like I like and the nine and I, I, I kinda I included nine and ten because ten teams made the playoffs, so I put in the Pacers and Brooklyn. Ooh. I mean, those are the teams That's that not bad. Play. Hey. Yeah. I really like Indy. Indy's always been one of those teams where if you're really not paying attention, they'll sneak up will, and yeah. if you look around and they're fifth and you're like, Man, what the heck? They got a good team. They got a good team. Hey, that's a formidable top eight. That's a formidable a ten ten teams. That's strong. That's strong. Yeah, yeah man. You know, it's, it's, it's a good year. It's gonna be a good year. All right, so I'm I'm gonna match your ten, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna match your ten. I, I'll start, and I'm gonna say Detroit. Okay. I'm gonna say Detroit. Hmm, interesting. Okay, Bringing in Monty Williams, and That's I'm true. interested to see what he does to Kate Cunningham. Because if he mm. turns Kate Cunningham, not saying Cunningham will be D-Book, but if he has him playing with that confidence like D-Book got, mm-hmm. that could be that could be definitely a top 10 team, a top 9 team. Definitely. Sure. I, I can see it. I can see it. I got I got a lot of faith in Monty, so I like them uh, as one of my teams. Uh, n- nine, because uh, I'll count up. So, nine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on the limb here. I'm going to say Orlando. <laughs> okay, you really, you really trying to be controversial. Right now, I feel. <laughs> so okay, all right. I say cool, cool. so. So I treat it like school, right? I show my work. I mm. I have this theory and this belief that people who play for like Team USA, whether it be the Olympics or FIBA ball, that next year when they come back into the season, they take a leap. Mm. That's what I'm expecting out of Paul. Yes, he's nice. He is nice. I seen him cross somebody up like crazy. I seen like a crazy clip. He hit someone and then cry. You don't know him. I was like, okay, right? <laughs> I, like, I like, I like what I see. Like, he was six nine with the handle. Like, no, he should, he should. And they got Franz Wagner and you know Cole Anthony ain't no slouch, you know, right? They, they should. And you know, Sug. So like, that's my other young team, right? So I got Detroit and them as like those teams that really can swing it back and start getting. Because what I don't have faith in is Charlotte. I like yeah, Melo, I like but I don't I have like no Mello faith in Charlotte. Unless Miles Bridges can like, because he when he was like he he like entered his prime, and then he got in trouble. But he was doing really like he he was turning into like a, a new player. Because I was watching him, I'm like, yo, he's hitting step back threes, right? He's people off the dribble. He's done. So if he can be like a legitimate 24 points per game, 20 like like a real number two, maybe. But yeah, uh, besides, yeah, I don't think Charlotte's gonna do anything. You know, I, I don't, I don't see it for sure. I don't see it. So we now, now, now we gonna gonna sweat a little bit. Top eight, top eight, right quick. So I ain't gonna definitely do no particular order for this top eight, but I had to for mm-hmm. nine and ten. I, I really like those those two for nine and ten. All right, so I'm top gonna... eight, we gonna kick it off like this. I'm gonna do the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. Uh, I expect for Donovan Mitchell to have a big last year in Cleveland uh, to really put himself out there as a as a free agent. Um, <laughs> last year, so you already said he's leaving. <laughs> hey, I think he's out, Ski, man. I, I mean. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think he's staying there. Nah, man. Like, the last, last guard we seen do that was Kyrie, and even Kyrie wanted out. It's just that 
that, that, that owner, man. I just and I think Donovan Mitchell wants to be other places. That's just my thoughts on it. Um, number seven, Atlanta, the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, really like Trey Dejounte. We talked about that. Like, love that backcourt. They kept it together. Yeah. They moved John Collins, so now I'm interested on offense to see what they really can do because I just yeah, felt like John Collins' game did not flow with what they were trying to do at all. Mm-hmm. He was giving me them Josh Smith vibes, man. He was trying to shoot threes and everything. We Atlanta didn't need yeah. that. They ain't need they that. Especially because you're not making them. So if you was making one, oh, yeah, we need that. You know, right. Them, like, yeah, we, don't, we don't need that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Sure. So sure. Indiana is going to be my next team, the Pacers. I'm with you. Okay. I really like Halliburton. I like Mathurin. I like what they got going on, especially in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. I feel like they can pick up some wins, especially earlier in the season, kind of feed on the bottom of that Eastern Conference. So, really like what they got going on out there in Indy. Next team. <sighs> it, it, it's rough, man. So, against my better will, these next two teams I really don't want to put up here, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Miami Heat. You don't want to put Miami in the playoffs? I don't. I don't. I don't. They don't, they don't seriously until it's game time. Right. Uh, that, that's, that's just kind of what scares me, right? I don't. I don't think they got significantly better in the offseason, but I really can't doubt Jimmy Butler right now. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Because he showed him different gear. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> who is this guy winning games by himself, like, in the last five minutes of games? Like, no, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And just watching his growth from uh, Chicago as a young player is just, it's just mm-hmm. wild to see him actually just be like that. So, yeah, give me Miami. My next team. Uh, freaking Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, indeed. You can't. Maxie's going to be big, too. And Ooh. Nick Nurse is the head coach now. No more Doc Rivers, right? Yeah, I like Nick Nurse. I like Nick Nurse. Nurse trying to play more through Joel and B, and like you said, Tyrese Maxie, which I think they need to let him spread his wings. Yeah, no, he's going to – James Harden is gone. I don't think, like, so with, if Maxie's the one getting the second most touches – I see like like twenty five and seven type thing. Like I, I think he's gonna be, I think he's gonna be real nice because he's he's a smart player. He he can hit tough shots. He has he can score all three levels. Good acceleration. He can True. finish real well. So I, he just can't really play no defense. Not at but, all. Yeah, that's, that's all. But he tries. He tries. So, that's you know, all you like, got to do. Because defense is just do. half of defense is just effort. Just effort. Just being the way. I mean, everybody's tall. So it's like if I just stand in front of you and I'm close and I put my arms up. You know what I'm saying? You got a chance, you know. So I, I, I feel you there. Now I'm really finna, I'm really finna get in my bag now. Give me New <laughs> York, the New okay. York Knicks. Jalen, I like, I like the Knicks. Jalen Brunson's crazy. He is crazy. I like Josh Hart as that utility guy. They get, they pick up Dante Divincenzo, which is not only are they all college teammates at Villanova, mm-hmm. they're all Wildcats, but Divincenzo. His game, oh, like the the defense that he plays and just we forget he was in Golden State last year. Kind of the reason why Jordan Poole wasn't getting a lot of run is because this man could come in the game and ain't going to mm-hmm. do nothing goofy, right? Yeah, He's thanks, not – he doesn't have the offensive bag that Jordan Poole has. That's not saying that. It's just saying that when it came time to get in the game, play the offense, flow through the offense, flow team mm-hmm. player guy, that's him. Yeah, he's a blue guy for sure. 
Definitely do that. Julius Randle, he didn't cut the hair, still looked like funny Marco. All I'm saying is, bro is a baller. He can hoop. He he's got that that toughness that New York needs. Yeah, I facts. really like that team this year. I think they can they can take that next step. So I I'm definitely so take I'm definitely on that Kool Aid right now. The New York Knicks, I, they got a believer in me. Top two teams, Damn, top two teams. Last two teams left. However you want to look at it, you already know. Boston and Milwaukee. They they walking into the one and two seed. <laughs> yeah, no, that's bad. Healthy, <laughs> healthy there. They're good. Yeah, healthy you know there. what I'm saying. Uh, so notable teams who I didn't have make it. Chicago. Sorry, Demar Derozan. I forgot about them, so I don't blame. Hey, you know I didn't have Toronto making the cut. They a younger team though, so like I said, they might upstage and I. In Washington, I'm just worried about Washington making it, even though you made a good argument for Washington. I'm just like, man, Kyle Kuzma burn me, man. <laughs> yeah, no, burn me. He's, he's streaky. He's, he is. Like, it's going to be a streaky team. It's going to be a streaky. Like, a lot of upside, but who knows. Now, this West, I, put, I don't trust him. Either. This Western Conference, though? Oh, yeah, that's that. That's, that's, just, so, a of, that's just a lot of hoopage over there. So, so I, I kick off the West since you, uh, you, you graced us and you – Man, you came out dunking with that East. <laughs> I'm going to try to follow that up now. All right. So I'm going to get this one out here first for all the fans that love this this young up-and-coming athlete, first year in the NBA. San Antonio. I expect wow, Popovich got- to make it back. Okay. This is like your top 10 or this is your top This is my top 10. So I'm going to do the 10. I'm going okay. to follow, follow your lead on that one. I'm going to do my top 10. Right. So I expect San Antonio to be within that top 10. Okay. Another team I expect to be within this top ten. The Houston Rockets. I like the Rockets. <laughs> I like the they, I like the Rockets for sure. Like they they're not gonna be bad. No. They're not, they're not gonna be bad. And getting Ime Ime Yodoku, regardless of how people feel about him and what he did with Neil Long, hey the man yeah. had Boston hooping like they were in yeah. the finals. Nice, nice coach, man. So he's got a lot of young talent around him. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys who are trying to make that name in the league. All you got to do is buy into what he's trying to put before you. You can't, you can't go wrong. So them would definitely be my nine and ten teams right there: Houston and San Antonio. Just kicking us off right as we get into this top eight because the top eight finna go crazy. Top eight teams. I'm gonna be bold with these, right? I'm gonna put I'm gonna put names on these. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call these out. My eight seed, Sacramento. Okay. I expect for them, not so much to regress, but I expect for other teams to kind of step forward, take that next step. Uh, number seven, I'm gonna ride with, and the seven seed, Golden State. Okay. Can't can't really end up. I definitely understand. Championship pedigree. Seven is best I could do. I really should have slotted them at the eight because that's where they kind of been at, that seven, eight seed. They've been playing team. So I'm going to put Golden State at seven. Now, all these picks right here, I'm I'm accounting for good health. So we'll just see how that shakes out this season. Six seed. Give me the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Thank you for putting this in there. I, hey, <laughs> I appreciate it. Dallas <laughs> – is a playoff team. I just want to see what they do in the playoffs when they get there. I imagine a full year with Kyrie, 
as long as everybody just leave Kyrie alone, let that man just play basketball, I think that was to be good enough, surely talented enough to make the playoffs, especially healthy. True. Very true. Top five finna get dicey. Give me the Lakers as the five seed. I know you said number one. I'm not mad at that. I just feel like some other teams might go ahead and they're going to push a little bit. But I think the Lakers, they got the team to really make a deep run because, I mean, hell, look at what they did last year. Very true. true. I like them top five. I'm not mad at top five. Number four, I'm going to go with the Clippers. Okay. The Clippers better than the Lakers is it's a little frustrating, but it, I, can, hey, I can understand. Like I said, ever since Bron has came to the Lakers, the Clippers have been they've been they just been that team. They've been a better team. Now, Laker fans, guess what? Y'all got that championship. Got the championship. That's all that matters. So you can have the regular season stuff, but we did get that one. So I got them at number four. Number three, Denver Nuggets. Okay. Defending champs, I they're just one of those teams I think they can just play really good. I think they'll be decent. Yeah, man, got to be. Yeah, yeah, yo, ain't no answer for them. So. These next top two, these next top two, it's about to ruffle some feathers. I was like, yeah, wait, I was thinking about yeah, I'm interested to hear that. Cause I, know, <laughs> I already know who one of them, I know one of them's going to be, but I'm like, right. who's the other one? Who the other one going to be? The number two team in the in the Western Conference, y'all. The OKC Thunder. I, I knew he was gonna say. I, gonna say <laughs> I knew he was gonna say. I was like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to cut you. I was like, you gonna say okay? <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Those boys are hooping. Now, oh, granted, hey, if they make the playoffs, I'm cool. But I'm gonna just mm-hmm. put it out there like that. I'm really buying what OKC is trying to tell me. Chet Holmgren, Josh Giddy, uh, Williams. They got a lot of young guys out there. Some studs. I. Man, I really see them really shaking some stuff up. Yeah, facts. Especially in the regular season, like they're gonna come out trying to beat everybody every night. They uh, yep. They fresh, and they trying to prove like, nah, I feel you. I, I definitely feel you there. That's, that's I'm not mad at that pick. I'm not mad and, at that pick. And number one, just because I mean they are hype, the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, yeah. Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. To, that's a tough one to bet against. On, like, on any given night, they could hurt. give you a hundred points. But no, yeah, for sure. <laughs> as a trio, as a trio, yeah, no, for sure. I got definitely see. And my notable team that didn't make it, and people are gonna look at me crazy. Well, actually, I got two. Memphis. Yeah, I was like, I didn't hear, I didn't hear Memphis, but no Memphis. Like this dude got to be out of his. He's got to be off his rocker, y'all. L has got to be off his rocker. (laughs) San Antonio and Houston really throws out Minnesota in Memphis. Memphis has to sit John Morant for twenty plus games. Yeah, how does that look? Now we know they've been better without him, but how does that really look? Uh, very true. Very true. Yeah, they yeah, they had been, they don't got Tyus Jones no more, so that's a um that's tough. Lost it's tough. I mean, I like Marcus Smart, but I think it'll be a rough year because the West will be a lot better. A lot better. You know, but they still got Jaren. They got Jaren. They got Steve. That's an interesting. That's an interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make it. But like with with, with how they play without Jaw, 
it's just like, hmm, I could also see them, like, let's just say going 13 and 12. Yeah. So it's like, okay, then when Ja come back, can you go like 30 and, you know, whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, uh, I, I guess I feel where you're coming from. I feel and where you're coming from. These these picks I made in Minnesota, I'm I'm rest on Minnesota right quick before I get into my mm-hmm. like deep explanation of why I kind of had it structured like this. So <clears throat> Minnesota, Love and Edwards. I do not like Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert as your four and your five. I'm sorry, I yeah. can't get with Rudy Gobert as a basketball player. Send him <laughs> back to France. That's hilarious. That's if you hilarious. ain't gonna put him with Greg Popovich and let Craig Greg uh. And let Pop work with that guy, man. Send him back overseas, man. Mm-hmm. And this in-season tourney, that in-season tourney, the kind of kickoff in November, like we're talking about two, maybe three weeks after the season starts, you got an in-season tourney with, you know these guys are going to ramp up. I expect that to boost some teams, right, to really help them get wins. And then you're yeah. going to turn around and looking like, wait a minute. They're leading the West because it was like that with Denver last year. Like, Denver just strong-armed the whole Western Conference. They were the number one seed, and everybody's like, wait, Denver's still number one? Like, they still haven't went on a losing streak? <laughs> yeah, no, they yeah, – they, yeah, I definitely – I see you there. So, there. that's mine, but Jackie, grace us with yours. What you got? So, I'm going to try to put this in order because I kind of have them jumbled, but I'm going I'm to try to throw in an order. So, at number 10 – I'm gonna put Golden State. I'm gonna put Golden State number ten. I'm gonna put Golden nice. State number ten. I'm gonna say they just they do just enough to get into the to just to get into the tournament. Okay, yeah. I'm with that. At, at number nine, I'm gonna go with. At number nine, I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies. I yeah. feel like the Grizzlies are still gonna because, like I said, I think they do straight without John, and once John come back, he's gonna be super motivated. True. So I think you know they they gonna they gonna make it back into the tournament. Okay. Uh, okay. Eight. Hey, I'm going to put the Clippers because mm. the, the injuries and just, like, the inconsistency. I feel like they're going to make it in the tournament, but, like, I don't know. Something about that, I, I feel like they could just have, like, a lazy year, but still get into the tournament. Okay. And okay. seven, seven, I'm going to go with Houston. I'm going to go with Ooh. Houston at seven. So I you got like Houston in, too. Okay. I got Yeah, I got Houston in because I feel like you know, Udoka's going to have them playing hard every single night. That's going to win you at least 20 games. Facts. So just playing just playing hard. And they won like 20 games last year. So if they can win 15, 20 more games, you know what I mean? That's could put them at the seventh spot. So I like them there. And as far as playoff teams, number six, I'm going to say the Pelicans. I'm going to say the what? Pelicans at six. You know what? How did I miss that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Zion's man. Always hurt. Zion's always hurt, so it's hard oh. to – He could just have a – he could just stay healthy. Him and Ingram, I feel like that could be a really – that could be a crazy duo. So I'm hoping we'll put them at six. Number five, I'm going to put the Mavericks. Respect. I'm going to put the Mavericks at number five because I can't put them any higher – um, than that and keep my credibility. <laughs> number, <laughs> number four, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with OKC at number four. So I definitely, I like them to be up there. I don't know, I don't know about two seed. I wouldn't be surprised, but I can't put them at a two seed just because. Understandable. She got to show yeah, and prove I, it. I, show I, me. 
You got to sell your exactly that. So, but I, I think they're going to be really nice. Three, I'm going to go with Phoenix. Go mm. Phoenix at three. They don't have no defense. And I feel like one injury, like KD misses 10 games, 12, 15 games, which Seven, he has eight. done. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do to replace him during those. So they could go on a, a good losing streak. So I think three seed, you know, I, I think that's, I think that's fair for them. That is fair. Two Denver, you know, a little fall off, a little fall off. They usually don't like. I mean, they went one seed and then they went to like the four seed, and then now they're at the one seed. So I wouldn't be surprised. Like Jokic don't care. He just wants to. I don't know what he wants to do, but he wants to make money and breed horses. And go back, <laughs> back. To, go back to his country and like win championships. Like you know, it is what it is. But I think they're still gonna be very good. And then number one, I already told you, I just think the Lakers between LeBron, AD, Christian Woods gonna be good for them. Dave, Vincent, Reeves, Rui, like they got a lot. They got a lot, and that's not even you know who knows what trades anybody can make. So I definitely man, that that's yeah that's 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 what I'm looking at. You know that's what I'm. But I, I like your. I kind of like your standards a, a, a little bit more. I wish the Pelicans were in there, but you for you know you for and I don't blame you for forgetting about them because they, like they totally slipped. And, and here it is, like I wrote it down. Even when I wrote it, like I'm like, okay, that looks straight. That looks straight. But then now I'm sitting here, and then you like the Pelicans, and I'm thinking, how did I, I miss Zion? Bi CJ McCollum, Jose Alvarado. I'm I'm just I'm about to make a controversial statement right now. <laughs> the Pelicans got to get rid of Brandon Ingram. Oh, you think they got to get rid of B? Worth it? Like for who though? Bi sell itself. I'm just put it like that in the business terms. Okay. Nothing against Brandon Ingram, but the reason I'm no, saying no, that sure. he's he's hella talented, right? But Brandon Ingram needs to be the number one. Brandon Ingram That's is not true. no two. He's not no three, and he's not a four. And yeah. I'm saying that to say that's what he views himself as, as a number one. And when a yeah. player thinks of that, it's hard for them to kind of buy into a team fit system, right? So yeah. everything that the Pels have on, have going on, especially when Zion comes back, it immediately becomes Zion's team. Yeah, that's very true. Because he's going to take most of the shots. Yes. The so, <laughs> I mean, I love B.I., but I think if they were to move B.I., they could probably get something shaking down there, man. Oh no, for sure, yeah. For sure. They they can get some nice pieces. Get some nice pieces back. Cause I mean, so. let <laughs> let's be honest. Like, if you put James Harden <laughs> and Zion on the same team, that be that would be that would be nice. That wouldn't be fair for Philly. I mean, not I mean not Philly. That wouldn't be fair for. Well, actually, that wouldn't be fair for the Pelicans. They would need. I would need Maxi too. I don't need, bro. I can't trade because I think Brandon Ingram is just much more superior in this moment in his career than James Harden. I feel like Philadelphia would be, they'd be great. I feel like Pelicans would be fools. That would be, that would be nice. But then you got CJ. So, like, I mean, he could go back to being a two. Exactly. You put him back at the two, you let James, just let James Harden just dribble drive and kick. That's true. And he gets Tobias, maybe. If he gets Tobias and James, that might be. And B.I., Maxi, and 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 B. That would that'd yeah. be good for the NBA. I that's think it would, I would it would bring the parity back for sure. Yeah, that'd be great for the NBA. Seeing B.I. on like the that. Eastern Conference. Yeah, that'd be nice. That would that would be like a KD in the East and then like a KD in the West. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I, I like 
But guess what? When you put that, when you plant that flag on that hill early, at the end of the season, sometimes when things don't go the way you said it was, you just gotta die on that hill. And I'm about that life. I'm, I'm gonna put it out there. But I feel confident with what we, what we've been talking about has is gonna go on. So we're gonna wrap it up real quick for y'all with them accolades. So MVP jockey, who's your MVP this season? This is going to be a little weird, Uh-oh. but, you know, because especially because we were both talking about how we be kind of skeptical of him, but honestly, <laughs> if I'm going to pick someone for MVP, I'm going Luca. I'm going, I think this Whoa. is Whoa! I think the, the media, West, they love Luca. I mean, they kind of, he kind of fell off a little bit in the media's eyes. He's not like the darling no more, but I think he feels disrespected. They were embarrassed last year. People don't think they're going to be on nothing. But I know he got – he can average – he can have a James Harden year. Average what? 28. He can average 30, 10, and 9 if he's serious. And they can be a top five seed. So, you know, and I think he's the most motivated superstar in the entire NBA right now. I think more than any other superstar in the NBA, he wants – like he knows, like, okay, people people disrespecting me. People don't think I can do nothing. People don't – okay. Think I'm a crier, think I'm a crybaby, think I'm not tough. And I'm gonna show you. So I, I like Luca for MVP. And that, that would be great for me because, you know, I'm a Kyrie fan. So hopefully, hey, I'm wrong. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that. Hey, kudos. To, hey, that. You coming out swinging with that one. I, I wasn't <laughs> ready for the Luca, but I'm not mad at it. Like you said, everything's there, right? The teammate, they help yeah. you boost your stats. All that, all that's there. So that's not damn. That's not actually a bad one. I'm a, I'm gonna stay in the Western Conference. I'm gonna stay in the West. Devin Booker is gonna be the MVP of the league this oh, year. Oh wow, that's that's wow. Okay, okay. So what do you think he's gonna average? What would he average? Um, so I think Book is gonna give us about 28 points a game. About, about six to seven-ish assists, maybe eight rebounds. I think Book is okay. going to be 50, 40, 90. So, okay. y'all y'all who listening, remember to jot that down. Luca, not Luca, excuse me, because I, li- I like that pick. It's still stuck on my mind. But D-Book <laughs> is going to be a 50, 40, 90 guy. That's fair. Okay. I also. So, I like D-Book. Really like that D-Book pick. I know I caught a lot of people off guard. When I was actually thinking about it, when we talk, when we when we share what we was gonna talk about on on the on pod on the episode, and you were like, "Hey, let's do these awards," and I'm looking at MVP. It really came down to Jason Tatum and D Book for me. Mm, yeah, I like I like Tatum. I like Tatum too for sure. So, really like D Book there, Defensive Player of the Year. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna put I'm gonna I'm gonna put that stamp on you, Jackie. Anthony Davis. Okay. Oh, <laughs> good one. Okay, so we can go ahead. We, we made that one quick because that, that that would be my same one. Anthony so, Davis. Okay, we there. Maybe scoring champion. That's right. For those who don't know, that's the guy who averages the most points at the end of the year. The man who gets all the accolades. Who you got, Jackie, with that one? I mean, with that one. Mm, it's hard because there's a few people like I'm kind of teetering. Like I like 
I would say Tatum, but I feel like Tatum's going to try to facilitate more. Same thing with D-Book. I would say D-Book, but I think he's going to try to keep everybody involved. Honestly, I I would go with – if I just had to pick somebody, it's like this one's – so many scores. I want to say Kyrie because <laughs> I think – I know it's kind of hard, MVP and scoring champs, but it's just like Kyrie also is another person. I feel like he's very motivated this year because I feel like he – He's just so disrespected. So I feel like every night he's going to go out there and try to do what he does best and that score. But it's just like, it's kind of hard for me to say Kyrie and Luka just because the the volume low. So if it's not Kyrie, I'm going to go on the limb and say Shea. I feel like Shea is, I feel like he could get 31. He It's hard. It's hard to stop him. So I feel like he could really add average 32, 31, 32 points a game, which might lead the league. So Shea or Kyrie. Yo, those would be my two those would be my two picks. That ain't bad. I like okay. I really like Shay. A to go, and it goes with what I say about OKC. OKC, I think is really mm-hmm. a, a sneaky good team. They're playoff team for sure. My scoring champ. And they're gonna get their sec this will be their second scoring championship that they'll receive in their career. I'm gonna go to the Eastern Conference. Joel and B. Okay, you know, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's 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 also that's actually a really good one because you can't he's impossible to stop. So <laughs> and <laughs> even on his cold nights. Yeah, and the thing is Joel Embiid is the big man version of James Harden. Not only does he mm-hmm. have the step back three in his repertoire, but the man like you said, when he's cold, he still scores. How do you do that? You get to the free throw line. And guess what? Yeah, he's a really good free throw shooter. Really good, yeah. Really good free throw shooter. So yeah. that that <sighs> That, that one's on point right there. I love that one. Defensive player of the year. We said. Well, that was on AD. Yeah, AD. Okay. Just, just okay. Crossing that one off. Boom. Next AD. one up will be rookie of the year. Rookie, okay. So, I mean, I mean, obviously, it's, it's got to be Wendy. It's like, it's like he's, because I, I was kind of scared. I'm like, oh, Wendy, whatever. Man, the stuff I'm seeing him do in that. Forget preseason. Preseason, he's going crazy, even on 2K. But when I'm playing, when I'm playing. Hey, that man, playing, right? He's hard. I'm like, yo, how, was I, how am I guarding him? And it just says open because he's 7'2". He got a legitimate handle. And he got a, like, he got a legitimate bag. It's disgusting. Pop, Pop is tired of being, like, like, just no one paying attention, no one caring about the Spurs. So I feel like he, yeah, I feel like he's going to average 19, 19 and 9. 19-9 in a rookie year is very stellar. You know what I'm saying? Either him or Chet. But Chet has so many people that he's playing with. I feel like he's going more so focused on just playing winning basketball. Ah! Versus, you know, Wendy is – he has that whole – like, that team is his team. That's not Chet's team. At least not yet. But, you know, it's, it's going to be hard. So, yeah, I have to go I have to go Wendy. Wendy is – let me go go crazy. You so right, cause that was my pick. I was going with Chet. I was going Dang with on, Chet. <laughs> Chet was gonna be my rookie of the year. I expect for Chet to do that whole Ben Simmons thing where you just sit out cause you hurt that first year and come. Yeah, I feel you though. I feel you like it's all part of my master plan, man. I can't have Phoenix number one and OKC number two without no guys doing good. So that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, that, I would what be Chet? I'm gonna be surprised. He's a better player. Well, that he is. I think he's a better overall player right now than Wendy. 
especially like on defense. I think he understands his game maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Wemby's a freak. Like I, I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I was a believer, but man, he's looking unguardable. Like he's hitting fades, mid-range fades. Like he's, I'm like, yo, if you're seven three, hitting mid-range fades off the dribble, that's crazy. That's crazy. Barely jumping, like how he can average two blocks, two and a half blocks a game, like. I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch. That OKC versus Spurs game is going to be yeah, must interesting. see. Must see TV for sure. For sure. Next. Sixth man of the year. <sighs> Sixth man of the year. I don't even know. Honestly, I, I, I think Christian Wood, if he comes off the bench. Okay. I think, I think Christian Wood can average like 17 and maybe like a block and a half. Six rebounds. I think because I think with this role with the Lakers is going to be very simple for him. It's going to be what he wants to do. He wants to come off the bench or not call the bench, but he wants to get in the game. He wants to hit threes, mm-hmm. and that's really all he wants to do. He just wants to score. And then Lakers gonna say, "Okay, on top of you gonna get the shots, but I need you to play some defense." He's like, okay, cool. And I play with the Lakers. He playing in front of stars every night. All these all these different actors and all these different girls. He doesn't want to look sorry. So I feel like he's going to be motivated. I think he wants a big contract because this is uh, this is like a one-year deal and no one traded for him because imagine trying to get rid of him. No one wanted yeah, him. that was crazy. And he's one of the guys I had my eye out on. Like if you're looking mm-hmm. at the teams that, that have a need and you can mm-hmm. get a player like Christian Wood definitely crossed my mind. I love what I saw from him with Dallas too. Like when he yeah. got in there, he was playing. So he, he could hit shots. He could hit, he just, he wasn't the exact role that, they, we wanted him to fulfill. Like he wasn't. We needed a a, a paint protector, like a rim defender. And he really that wasn't was his interest. He wanted to be like a Porzingis. Yeah. But we don't want. He's like we don't want another Porzingis. But yeah, no. I think I think the Lakers he's gonna be nice. I like him for six man. Okay, I got two for six man. This was a little tough, and both of them. I mean, I consider them six man, but they might end up in a starting role. But so my one A will be. None other than Derek White of the Boston Celtics. Okay, okay. Solid defender. Like uh, he's really grown into a role there. You can see that what they call that Popovich influence on him, where it don't even matter. He's just he's out there to help the team. I can see him at least this year. He's he had some big games last year. I can see him at least popping off at least maybe about fifteen points, averaging about fifteen and give me about like five assists, six rebounds type of deal. Coming off the bench, mm-hmm. just helping Boston in a major way because you got to think for Zingas to play the four and Horford to start. So that already puts you at Tatum and Brown, one of them in the backcourt with Drew. So I like Derek White from Boston. And then by 1B, and this is contingent on if he starts as well, Dante DiVincenzo. I really like what he okay. brings to New York. He can be that spark plug guy. You know, it's probably some guys I'm overlooking in the whole landscape, but Man, I feel like these guys are really strong candidates right now. If I had to put money on it, I would go with those two. Okay. Feel really good about that. I'm not mad at none of those picks. I think those are very, especially Derek White, you know, with Boston, they got a system. It's like, okay, Brogdon just won it. So it's like, look, come in and be like Brogdon. Yep. Essentially, essentially, yes, you can win. You can win six man of the year. So I I definitely understand where you're coming from. And to close it out strong, because. Man, we love basketball. I'm a little basketball nerd myself. 50-40-90. And for those who don't know the 50-40-90, we're talking about 
90% and above from the three-point line, 50% from the field, and 40% and above from the three-point line. Jockey, who you got? I mean, I think it's going to be a few people, but if we talk like new like new ones uh, that might join the club, because uh, I, I would say like Kyrie, because, you know, Kyrie's, but, you know, that's easy. He's already done that before. Mm-hmm. Book is a good one. Um, but I, and this is, it's kind of like twofold because I also pick um, most improved player because that's a new one, which doesn't really count because John Moran got it and he was like the number one pick. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. But, but uh, I think, so I would say for both of those, 50-49 and most improved, I would say Jordan Poole. I would say Jordan, Ooh. I think Jordan Poole is, I don't know about the 40% from three because he's going to make so many. Right. But I still like, I, I would say like him as far as like that, that guy that like, Okay, he he he's going crazy. Like he, cause he he shoots like ninety percent from the you know from the free throw already. So all he gotta do is be efficient. It's hard for him, you know, cause he takes so many shots and a lot of wild shots. But yeah, I would say I would say Jordan Poole as far as like a new person that you know that that hasn't done it yet. Yeah, you know me. Like I said, I I did say D book fifty forty ninety. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb, right? I'm gonna make it interesting. So my 50, 40, 90 guy, I believe, <sighs> Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard. Oh yeah, no, he's okay. Yeah, no, for sure, he's gonna be more open than he's ever been in. Life. Yeah, you know, D Book is the guy I really like. Like I talked about it, like is him being in, being the MVP, my MVP of the league, 50, 40, 90. But you gotta give me Dame. I really like what Dane brings to Milwaukee. And I think yeah. he's going to have some refreshedness about himself. Getting out of mm-hmm. Portland and actually playing alongside a talent like Giannis. Yeah, yeah, like Giannis. Yeah, no. Most improved? Hey, most improved. I'm trolling, y'all. As we get ready to get up out of here, before I make this pick, I want to thank everybody for listening. Continue to rate, like, and subscribe to the pod. We can't do this without you. Got the host jockey with me now as we close this show. My most improved, Ben Simmons. Hey, it has been real. We love y'all. We out.